A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, Jolie here. Because of the holidays, there won't be new episodes of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, during the last two weeks of December. I'll return with a new episode, episode 100, on January 9th. Speaking of things that are happening in January, I want to remind you guys that I'm doing my first live show in New York on January 11th. You can buy tickets by going to askacleanpersonpodcastlive.splashthat.com. That's askacleanpersonpodcastlive, all one word, .splashthat.com. I hope lots and lots of you will come. You can also email me if you need the link, because I know that that's a lot to remember. Um, I'm going to say it one more time for you guys. It's askacleanpersonpodcastlive.splashthat.com. While I'm busy planning the live show, I've picked out two episodes from my archives that I think you will enjoy revisiting. The first features friend of the show, Jaya Saxena. Of course, you guys remember Jaya, my favorite witch. Um, talking all about the scariest stuff on earth, turmeric. And the second, as we roll towards my 100th episode, is the very first show I recorded when my friend and former editor at The All and current New York Times Styles editor, Corey Sika, joined me to talk all about hair and the ungodly messes it makes. I hope you guys enjoy the stroll down clean person memory lane, and I want to wish you all a very merry and bright holiday season. Thank you so much for helping to make this year so special for me. And here's to a very clean new year. Catch you all in January. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My guest today is Jaya Saxena. Hi, Jaya. Hello, Jolie. Jaya Saxena is a staff writer at The Toast, co-author of the forthcoming dad magazine, The Book, and the author of the forthcoming Book of Lost Recipes. You have been busy this year. (laughs) She lives in Queens with her husband and two ungrateful cats. As your, your husband's not ungrateful, right? He's not he's, ungrateful. He's grateful, the cats right? are the only ones. I know your husband, so I know that that's, <laughs> I know he's, he was very grateful. Uh, Jaya is also my dear friend, and she is the fellow only child of a white mom, an Indian dad. And so we've decided that the only appropriate topic for us to tackle is the scourge of turmeric staining, or as I like to call it, the worst stain in the world. It really is. It is the worst stain in the world. It's it's the only stain that truly does not have a way of removing it. So we're going to get into some of the things you can try. Good luck out there. (laughs) None of the solutions are really all that good. Turmeric is just a really, really terrible stain. Yeah. And I will tell you that my solution, much to the chagrin of my aunties is that I don't allow turmeric in my house. That is just, when you told me that, I was slightly horrified. I know, because it's like a, a, an, an Indian woman not having turmeric in the house is like... It's such an important ingredient in Indian cooking. I mean, it's like... You sort of have to. It's like, it's like an Italian woman not having 
garlic in the house or an Irish woman not allowing potatoes in the house. That's ridiculous. Right? So those are my other two my other two ethnicities, <laughs> right? I'm just like a, a mishmash of European on my mom's side. Yeah. And I'm, I'm Indian on my dad's side. And you're a mishmash of I'm European the same on thing. your mom's Very side. Very much yeah. just, I mean, barely counts as European anymore because they've been here for so for long. For so long, it's yeah. Just white American yeah. on mom's and, side. And mom's side is several generations back on, on, both, yeah. on both ends. And, um, but I will, actually, I will add this. So I may, I may be half and half. Mm-hmm. But I am 100% clean person because the clean thing actually comes from both sides of my family. So I, I always sort of thought that the clean thing came more from my mom's side of the family because my mom's sister is very much like me. Like everything has a place. Mm-hmm. Everything's very orderly. Everything's all very tidy. She's sort of always tidying up. Um, and so I always thought, oh, well, that I, you know, I get it from Auntie Ellen. That's, that's where this comes from. And my mom's tidy, too. It's not like my parents aren't tidy, but there's a difference between being tidy and being like, tidy like me, which is a, <laughs> just over the edge of crazy. Just a little different. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I f- actually found out that, um, indeed, I come by my clean personism also on my dad's side of the family that my grandmother was uh, a real clean person. I mean, to the like all the way out to germaphobe, which I'm not really a germaphobe, but that she was very, very, very clean and very sort of obsessed with cleaning. And uh, di- even though they had help in the home, domestic help in the home, they use a term for it that I'm not going to use because it's not not sort of acceptable to <laughs> American <laughs> ears, but they had domestic help in the home. Um, she still did a lot of the cleaning herself. Oh, so um, so there's all, all, all these very interesting things you learn about your family uh, when you start doing a deep dive into an obsession. Yeah, which is what I've been doing. I'm trying to think. I feel my dad. I think was always more of the clean one. It's not like my mom wasn't clean. Our house was always clean, but my dad was. I the love one. us both by by the way, by, like by like hedging, so we don't get like the angry call. No, exactly. <laughs> no, but I think that my dad was always the one of like. The bed was made, but it was always made very sharply and very mm-hmm. neatly and everything. Um, you know, there's always incense and things smelled nice, yep. but everything was clean before he lit the incense and things like that. Um, whereas my mom, right, she was clean, but she was a little more relaxed about it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you come by it honestly too. Yeah. Okay. So with all, without that interesting family history, um, out of the way we're so Jai and I are going to tackle turmeric stains uh in in two separate ways the, the first way is that we're going to talk about what to do when you get turmeric on surfaces almost always you're talking about a kitchen surface but increasingly there is a movement uh towards the recommendation of using turmeric as a cosmetic uh product please don't do this by the end of this episode, you probably will not ever use turmeric as a face mask or in a, in bath a bathtub. Um, when you, especially when you hear some of these horror stories, I wish that we had visual capacity in podcasting because I'd love to be able to show you some of the photos that have come along with these <laughs> uh, disaster stories and questions. Um, but you will use your imagination. So, um, to to start with, I'm actually going to have Jaya read. Um, it's not actually a question so much as it's a sharing of a disaster story um, and and the solution that one reader found. I do want to add some 
suggestions. I, she did find a solution, but I don't think it was the best one because she had to spend a lot of time and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to have you read uh, th- th- this disaster story from reader Annie. I think also, Jaya, you will remember this because it started on Twitter with someone, with Annie, yeah. tweeting, a, tweeting a photo at me and, and I just oh. spent the rest of the day screaming. I, I remember <laughs> this and I, I was just so mad at Dr. Oz afterwards. Yes. Dr. Oz. Um, so from Annie. I had an excessive amount of turmeric in the house, and I thought I'd heard someone once say turmeric baths are really good for your insides. Googled it. Dr. Oz confirmed it. Relaxing bath time. After drying off and emptying the tub, I was horrified. The whole freaking thing was stained yellow and red. I tried a million remedies, including soft scrub. The one thing that actually worked was baking soda, in parentheses, she says two to three pounds of it, a non-scratch sponge, and a hell of a lot of elbow grease. Method. Throw, wait, go. throw a handful of baking soda down, scrub with a sponge using all your strength, not an exaggeration. Lean into it with all of your body weight until the baking soda is saturated with turmeric and rinse the saturated baking soda down the drain with water. Repeat until clean. It will take hours, but the turmeric will come out. That's all that really matters when you're renting, right? On the bright side, this is the cleanest my tub has ever been. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad Annie has ended up with a very, very, a clean, very clean tub. tub. Although I'll say, so she sent before and after picture. She tweeted the before picture at me. She then emailed. I was like, you got, girl, you got to email me. I got to know more about this. Um, and the, she sent the after picture. And the, and the most of the staining was gone. But I mean, you could still see. It was still yellow. Yeah. Um, and which I, you know, imagine over time, you know, just regularly cleaning the tub over time, that stain is going to go away too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was, if she was moving out the next week, she, she may have had some She would problems. not get her deposit back. <laughs> and I think also the problem there is that, you know, there's some cleaning tactics that maybe take hours, but I feel like a lot of them, you want it to sit and have yes. things work. You don't want two to three hours of elbow grease right. going into it. Exactly. So that, so that leads me into my, my, the first recommendation. I mean, look, it's great that she found something that worked, but, but using three pounds of baking soda and scrubbing <laughs> with all your I mean scrubbing a tub for that long is is exhausting mm-hmm. um it's not good for your back also because you're hunched into a very strange position so so if we can if we can spare you all hours and hours and hours of scrubbing we, I, you know we always want to do that so mm-hmm. um what i what i would have recommended that she do is i would have recommended that she fill the bathtub up with um very very hot water mm-hmm. and that she put in a very generous scoop or two of something like OxyClean or Cascade powder, the the dishwashing detergent, um, which can have a little bleaching effect. Um, And just to let that sit in the, in the tub in the very, very hot water and let that do the work. So Mm -hmm. let it sit for an hour or so drain the tub, scrub it. If there's still some residue, maybe doing it, do it again and then scrub it and then maybe hit it with, you know, the baking soda or try soft scrub at that point. Um, it may also be that an abrasive like Comet uh, or Ajax that has a little bit of a bleach in it uh, would be good. Would straight up Clorox bleach or something like that work? That may work also. I mean, you could certainly fill the tub up with hot water and dilute bleach into it. I I am a little bit less convinced that that's going to... Oddly enough, I'm a little bit less convinced that that's going to be the right solution to it, uh, but worth trying. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the other problem with that, I guess it's sort of, it's also true of the Ajax and the Comet... Um, 
it's maybe a little less true of, of things like OxyClean and dishwasher detergent, which are meant to be drained anyways. Then you're just dumping that stuff down your drain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think at this stage in the game is like, <laughs> a little less do whatever it takes. about, yeah, do whatever it takes to get this out. Um, I do want to mention also, Annie mentioned the um, non-scratch sponge. Mm-hmm. So for people who are wondering what that is, the, the brand name to look for is Dobe Pad. It's a 3M product. They're, they're very, very, very good. So I want to mention that. So if you ever end up with a turmeric stained tub, bear that in mind. The other thing that I'll tell you from personal experience, stains tubs like the Dickens are those lush bath bombs. I oh, once, really? Yeah. I once got um, a, a very weird from someone I just didn't know. I know it was a whole strange thing. I don't really want to go into it. Um, I got a, a gift box of lush bath bombs. And the first time I used one, I got out and my tub was was stained the color of the bath bomb yeah they're really messy so anyway um that that however came out really easily that wasn't like the turmeric bath so yeah but it's still annoying you still have to clean it up you've taken your relaxing bath just don't take a turmeric bath yeah don't so okay first of all first piece (laughs) of advice here don't take a turmeric bath definitely don't put a turmeric mask on your face because jaya and i also found a, a terrible horror story of someone who put a turmeric mask on her face which you're only supposed to leave. If you are going to do one, I, I would just prefer you didn't do one at all. But if you are going to do one, just note that you're only supposed to leave them on for like five to ten minutes. Right. This, this person left it on, went and watched a movie, uh, washed it off, and no joke looked like a Simpson character. She was yellow. She was, I mean, in an, an ungodly shade of yellow. Right. Though if you wanted to go as one of the Simpsons for Halloween, this is absolutely a great natural way to do that. Yes. So, but you'll just never get it off. So, so wouldn't really recommend <laughs> If you want to be a Simpson forever, this is your way to do it. Yeah. So so wouldn't really recommend it. So okay. So now with with that with that piece of learning that we got from Annie <laughs> uh behind us, we are actually gonna take a question, oddly enough, from Anne. I think the Another other <laughs> I think the other lesson is a different Anne. I think the other lesson is your name is Anne. Stay away from turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna turn on you. Um do you want to read question from the question? Sure, from Anne? I okay. can do that. Okay. okay, so from the Anne number two, Jolie, I'm a fellow clean person and find your podcast both informative and soothing. Hi, Anne. So nice. Knowing someone else cares about cleaning as much as I do brings me peace. My tidy life was disrupted last night with a cleaning situation I cannot address on my own. Several nights ago, I made pork curry that contains a good bit of turmeric. While delicious, the sauce has the potential to leave yellow stains on anything it touches, which we well know. Knowing this, I am typically careful with and have never had a problem. While out to dinner with friends last night, my lovely boyfriend decided to heat up the curry leftovers for dinner and got the sauce on everything. I can take care of the oven mitts with OxyClean and laundering, dish towel, likely ready for the rag pile anyway, and the floor. Seriously, I have no idea what went on. (laughs) Just (laughs) flinging curry all over the kitchen. (laughs) The problem is the top of our white microwave oven. There is a distinct yellow ring that I can't seem to remove. I've tried soap and water, a mild abrasive made for a glass stove top, magic eraser with an all-purpose multi-surface cleaner, and bleach. No change. Do you have any suggestions for getting this stain off? Incidentally, boyfriend does not see the stain. I believe that fact alone illustrates the difference between a clean person and the rest of the world. (laughs) Our burden is great. (laughs) 
The struggle is real. The struggle is. I've had that problem too before where I see maybe a leftover lighter turmeric stain on the counter that still exists and other people don't. Just don't see it. But I just know that it's there. You know it's there. Um, So so here's actually the interesting thing. So so Anne sent me a photo. It's as plain as the nose on my face this turmeric stain i i it's crazy to me that that our boyfriend can't see it well you're but, a fellow clean person well and you know i've talked about this before on the show that i have um keen eyesight mm-hmm. i don't have perfect eyesight i have i wear corrective lenses um but i do have high uh, the the technical term for it is a highly observant eye so i do see things that other people don't see mm-hmm. yeah that's that's for sure. And it may be that Anne has the same thing. Well, which makes sense for cleaning in that you yeah. maybe notice dirt in areas other people Absolutely. overlook. And... Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. We're just going to blame all this insanity on my vision. Yeah. Yes. All right. So this is good. Okay. So I have, I have a specific suggestion for Anne. And that is, I think that Anne should get soft scrub, mm-hmm. which is a cream cleanser that has some bleach in it. And I think that Anne should put it on the turmeric stain and leave it. I think that it's just a case of her needing time, mm-hmm. which is what you were saying about the tub. Right. And again, letting it work for you instead of standing there scrubbing for an hour. Exactly. Exactly. And, and part of the reason that I say that is that if the, if the magic eraser didn't work, so the magic eraser, you can think of working sort of like as a fine sandpaper would. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes the staining off by removing to the surface so it's it didn't it didn't work on the microwave because the microwave was was made of a material that was impervious to the magic eraser which tells me that then scrubbing is probably also not really going to work and that what what needs to happen here is that the stain needs to be bleached out if you think of when you go and get your hair highlighted Mm. you have to sit with the bleach on your hair for some time right for the bleaching effect to occur the hairdresser doesn't just you know whip some bleach through your hair and voila you have highlights it has to sit and work so think of it as working the same way on your microwave you need to let that let that bleach sit and i think that the correct delivery is the soft scrub um, of course, I mean, she could, she could put straight bleach on it. She could spray a, a product that contains bleach on it. But I really, I think that the soft scrub is the right, right way for her to go. Yeah. So I would say put a blurt. And I also, I partly say this because I, to go back to our hair, hair coloring, uh, <laughs> analogy, um, I used to color my hair at home and I would inevitably would get a little blurt of red hair dye on my white sink countertops in my bathroom and the soft scrub just leaving a little little blob of it right wherever that stain landed was always a thing so Mm -hmm. i i I believe in soft scrub if the soft scrub doesn't work Anne can certainly take a page out of annie's book and try making a paste out of baking soda and scrub 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 right so that that those are their two solutions i think you're going to be fine um I will tell you the last thing to know about turmeric before we go to a break and talk about what to do about turmeric on on fabric don't use turmeric is actually the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you that um, in, in the course of um, researching 
how to deal with turmeric stains, which has been a, like a five-year endeavor for me. And Jaya has been roped into ongoing. this too. Just basically, basically a, an ongoing harassment of my aunties is what, <laughs> yeah. is, is what has happened, um, which we're going to get way into in the second segment because it's actually kind of funny and great. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. But one of the things that my auntie said to me, I was vi- visiting her recently in Dallas, um, and one of the things I asked her about the turmeric stain and I, and one of the things she said was just really, you know, when she would get the little stains on the countertop, uh, that I think, you know, every Indian kitchen has, mm-hmm. um, she, it would just be that they would come out over time with, with re- you know, regular cleaning over time and that they would go away. So sometimes, unfortunately, it's just patience yeah. and repeated cleaning and an acceptance that if you're going to allow turmeric into your home and that's a choice you're, you can make for yourself. <laughs> it's not a choice I make for myself. Uh, but if you're going to allow turmeric into your home, then yeah, you're going to probably end up with some stains on the counter. Um, so listen, on that note, this is a good time for Jaya and I to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk more about this vision quest that we've been on for five years to find the solution to turmeric stains and what to do about when you get turmeric stains on your clothing. We will be back in just a second. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and my guest today is Jaya Saxena. Hello. And we've been talking about turmeric disasters. Now it comes time for the, the real fun to begin, because now <laughs> we're going to talk about what to do when you get turmeric on fabric. Right. And more excitingly, we are going to go into, into great detail about this five-year journey that we've been on that has involved basically just a sort of constant uh, haranguing and harassment of our family (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to find out. I, you know, I was just really convinced that there was like some, you know, ancient Indian secret. Right. And there isn't that my family is someday they're holding out a level and they'll let me know. And yeah, it's like Nirvana. (laughs) That's my version of Nirvana. Right. So, (laughs) So anyway, so we've really like just sort of been on this thing. The interesting thing about it, though, is that every time I ask about it, you know, I get a little bit of a different answer. I get maybe a little more information or, you know, or I just learned something about my family that I didn't know, which is kind of nice. Um, So it's it's fun. And it's where I don't I don't think they're deliberately holding out on me. They may. They may be. Uh, but, but you always glean a little something new. So it's worth us at, you know, sort of staying on the topic. Exactly. Um, I want to read an email that my auntie Kamla sent me um, a couple of years. Actually, you know what? I think I sent her the, the turmeric bath email question, oh or, or I think I said, someone asked me about this. And um, so here, here's, here's what she wrote back. She said, hi, Jolie. Someone had, has asked you a million dollar question, which <laughs> I really knows. like. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows. Um, so she says, 
I think as far as I can remember, in India, the dobi, which is the term for washerman, yep. <laughs> uh, would wash clothes on a slab of concrete with a soap like sunlight. It could be bought in 24-inch long bars and literally beat the stains out with a stick that looks something like a baseball bat. My mother would rub salt with lemon or lime juice on the turmeric stain on clothes. I think this used to work. Gosh, we must have had a lot of turmeric slash haldi stains. So haldi is the, uh, the other word for turmeric. Which then always gets me because they're giving me recipes and they're like a, a teaspoon of Haldi. And I'm like, what the hell is Haldi? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, turmeric. Turmeric, right. No, cut that out of the recipe. I don't have it in the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she continues, I believe scratch-free Comet or Ajax should work on, ba- on a bathtub. If not, dishwasher detergent should work also. So that's the cascade pattern that I mentioned. Right. After all, the dishwasher detergent removes turmeric stains on dishes. Whilst bone china, and she really wrote whilst. Well- <laughs> <laughs> Whilst bone china is an easy one, porcelain dishes are harder to remove the stain from. Which I that, I want to just point out that that's a that's a good thing to remember. Um, if you are serving anything with turmeric in it, mm-hmm. you know, be, bear in mind what you're using as a as a serving dish, right? And what you're eating it off of. And we're going to talk a little bit more about your table linens in a second too, because <laughs> um, it is just going to stain. Just know that going in. Uh, okay, so Auntie continues. I remember prior to having our granite, granite countertops, we used to clean all stains very successfully on the Formica countertops with Ajax or Comet. Dish detergent also works well to remove stains on table linens. One has to rub the detergent on the stain and wait a little prior to washing the linens. Since these detergents slash cleansers can be pretty harsh, I always wear gloves. Before soap quantities became abundant, people used to boil something called shikakai at times together with neem tree leaves to make their own liquid soap. Oh, well, so, neem is something that's still used a lot in like yes. Indian toothpaste yes. and things like that. So I, did, I researched both of these things. So um, shikakai, which I'm probably butchering, um, is a Hindi word for acacia. So oh. people have probably heard of acacia. Um, acacia is similar to soap nuts. Soap nuts are kind of a, a popular thing among the hippier, dippier among us <laughs> um, to use in, in lieu of laundry detergent. Um, and actually, you know what? There's some information about soap nuts in my book. Yeah, that a reader helped me, who reader who uses them helped me out with. She gave me a lot of information Ooh. about her experience with them. It was very interesting. So if you want to learn about, more about soap nuts, buy my book. Um, and the name... Um, is so it's a, obviously it's a tree right uh, and the the neem tree can be used in a whole bunch of different applications i just thought this was interesting uh it can be used as bird repellent wheel lubrication <laughs> so now now i think of it as the indian wd-40 uh it can also be used as honey like that's a what? pretty vast right that, isn't that like a vast that seems like that old snl bit where it's a dessert topping and a floor cleaner yeah and one that thing that's, that's, that's literally, literally what it is neem <laughs> Um, and then the last factoid about neem, and I thought this was this was interesting, and it all makes sense based on what, what we're learning today, is that eighty percent of India's neem oil is used to make soap. Huh. Yeah, so acacia and neem oil, it, it, you know, is in is, soap. Is yeah, is a lot of what's used to make soap. So anyway, so that's so that's very interesting. So my auntie also mentioned something called a sunlight bar. Now, here in the States, we know sunlight as um, uh, dish soap. 
right. brands. The, so there, as you might imagine, there are a number of different international brands that all use Sunlight um, as so a name. The, what, what Auntie is referring to is not that what we think of here in, in the U.S. as Sunlight. What she's talking about is a laundry bar. And in fact, I found that they still make Sunlight laundry bars. Really? I found it for sale through an Australian grocery store called Kohl's. I've actually been to a Kohl's in Australia, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah, t- crazy. So anyway, so you could still go out and get yourself a sunlight washing bar, um, which we are going to talk a lot about laundry bars when we talk about the how to, how to get stains out of clothes, linens, yeah. upholstery, um, but first I want, I want Jaya, I want you to give a couple of your, your grandmother's great little tips. <laughs> um, we want to give tips for avoiding the stains in the first or mitigating the stains in the first place. Right. I mean, if, if you want to avoid them, don't have turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have a dollar for every time I say don't have turmeric. In the oh my house. gosh. I'm going to get so many no, angry emails from my in the house. Turmeric's great to have in the house. It's a great flavor. But, um, well, first I had asked my mom who learned a lot of Indian cooking from my Indian grandmother and cooks it all the time. And her advice was basically just have yellow dish towels. <laughs> Have yellow and red dish towels. Yes. Just buy things to hide it. Yes. So, which when Jaya told me that, I was like, oh, that's funny because that's my mom's thing too, right? <laughs> but it's like our white moms are like, we, they figured it out. You right? just accept it. Great. Yeah, they figured it out. So, when my my parents, um, for, you know, fairly often have dinner parties where they where they do Indian dinner parties. They, right. My dad cooks. My dad's a great cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he'll cook. And also, like, he's incapable of cooking Indian food without making enough to feed the Indian army. <laughs> so it tends, to, it tends to work out best to, for them when they want Indian food to invite people over to share right. with them. But just, you know, wear so red much. clothing when um, you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom has, for when they have Indian dinner parties, she has uh, dark red, like, cr- crimson or cranberry colored table linens. She had, you know, a tablecloth. She has the linen napkins are in dark, dark, dark red. And that's the, that's the way to do it. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. an um, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Exactly. And then I think that's my, insane. my grandmother, uh, well, first off, when I asked her about it, she, she said that turmeric and blood were absolutely the two worst things to get out of fabrics. <laughs> See, I actually, blood is not that hard. I'm going to do a blood. Oh, uh, preview alert. Cause we're coming up on the end of this podcast season, which is crazy. There's only one more episode. Um, the next episode, Maureen O'Connor is going to join us again to talk more smut talk with me. Uh, and then in the next season, I am going to do a whole episode devoted to blood. <laughs> yeah, there'll be, there's going to be a blood episode and there's going to be a red wine episode. I can tell you that already. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, so get excited. My grandmother is similar. Well, first she said something that was really interesting that I wasn't sure about, but she was also a science professor for a very long time. So she said, don't immediately treat it with soap because soap is an alkali and that somehow this reaction with the turmeric will maybe just serve to set it rather than doing anything else. Okay. So I think similar to your auntie, she suggested either lemon juice or vinegar yeah. as an immediate cure right the acid so now that makes a lot of sense and and one thing that did turn up over and over and over and over again in the research um was particularly was lemon juice and one of the and i thought this was so so clever and such a good recommendation 
is that if you are out eating at a restaurant and you get a stain, ask the waiter to bring you lemon. First of all, every Indian restaurant is going to have lemon. Right. Okay. And if they don't leave, it's not the Indian restaurant. They'll have lime too. Or they'll have lime. Yeah. They'll have, they'll have one or the other. Have them bring you a couple of sliced lemons or limes and just squeeze them, squeeze the juice right on the stain. Um, it, you know, sc- scoop off whatever you can using a spoon or a butter knife mm-hmm. and then put the, the citrus on it. Um, that is at least going to start the process of removing the stain. And then when you get home, you can, you can do all of the other things you need to do. So lemon juice is indeed one of the things that just comes up over and over and over again. You heard in that email from my auntie. Yeah. Um, so that all does make sense. Here's, here's a thing, however, that doesn't make sense. There, there is no shortage of Indian scientists. <laughs> like it's what we do. How, how is there still not a solution I mean, to the Turford scene? <laughs> like, it's like, I think this is the next. This is the next great human achievement. I believe I that there so. will be a scientist someday who will have this this magic formula. I hope that so. will lift it in the same I way that so. we know how to lift red wine stains yep. or blood stains or grass stains. That yep. this will happen. Listen, I'm going to ask. So, I another another preview of next season. I've got the, uh, the 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 gal from Harvard Business School who discovered the formula for unshrinking shrunk sweaters. <gasps> Yeah, uh, is going to join me, and she's going to talk all about how they got to that oh my point gosh. where they developed the product and her her experiences with marketing and so on. It's a, f- a fascinating business story, and I'm really excited for her to be here. I think I'm going to ask her, like, okay, so for your next project, <laughs> <laughs> can you figure out how to get the turmeric stains out of clothes? <laughs> So we'll, we'll see if I'm successful in that. Um, okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about other than the, the lemon juice. So, so remember the lemon juice, right? Okay, we want to remember the lemon juice. Okay, so now we've got this theoretical accident in which you've been at an Indian restaurant. You're eating a delicious curry. You get a blurb of it on your shirt. You're going to scoop it off with your spoon. You're going to call the waiter over and you're going to ask for some lemon juice. You're going to squeeze it on the mm-hmm. shirt. Then you're going to get home. What comes next? Huh. Okay, so here's what comes next. In in all of this research that I was doing, I and plus with the intel that I had gotten from my aunties and the intel that I had gotten from Jaya, continuing to harass her grandmother about this. Like, <laughs> grandmother must be like, Jaya, stop she asking. She keeps wondering. She thinks that I'm calling her as it's happening so <laughs> that you got another stain. Like just, she probably just thinks I'm a mess. Yeah, which you're not. You're not. Uh, okay, so... Over and over, what I what I kept coming back to was that what you need to do is you need to get a laundry bar, and you need to use that for your stain removal when you're talking about a really beastly stain like turmeric. So let's mm-hmm. talk about what a laundry bar is. Uh, in this day and age, and in here in the U.S. and in, in most developed countries, we use either powdered or liquid laundry detergent because we use laundry machine. We use washing machines. Right. Okay. Before the advent of the washing machine and the development of more and more sophisticated laundry detergents, people wash their clothes by using what is called a laundry bar. And you heard in that email, my auntie talking about the bars that were 18 to 24 inch long right. bars. What that is, is it's just a so like, like bar soap that we would use 
for our body, but it's bar soap to be used on our on our wash. Right. So made with more of a laundry detergent type. Yes. Yeah. Don't wash your compound. body with this. Yes. <laughs> um, so there, they laundry bars are still prevalent in some places. India is one of them. Um, many of the African countries as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in researching some of the laundry bar brand names that I found, I, I came across a number in South Africa. Um, my, I should say my family is from Kenya. So that's where a lot of this is coming from. Um, when, when my auntie talks about her mother cleaning the clothes, this wasn't happening in India. This was happening in Kenya, but to co- further complicate matters, <laughs> my, my father and his siblings went to boarding school in India. So that's why she was talking about the, the Dobie, the washerman in India and making the distinction between how laundry was being done in the two places that she lived as a young woman. So anyway, there you go. Very, I'm very complicated. Just draw out the family tree. Very complicated <laughs> background. Um, Okay, so in this country, you can still get laundry bars. And mm-hmm. the two brands to look out for are Fells Naphtha, which people have probably <laughs> heard me talk about before. I know it's kind of an awkward brand it's name, a weird name to say. Fells, it's F-E-L-S is the first word. And then Naphtha, N-A-P-T-H-A, Naphtha. Naphtha. Say it, it's fun, yeah. Naphtha. It's fun to say once you start saying it. The <laughs> other brand to look for is called Zote. Z-O-T-E. Zote. Oh, these I, are really fun. That's way more fun than Tide. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of, isn't it? So, okay. So those are the ones to look out for here. Um, in the course of doing all this research, and I have, I even have an update for you, Jaya, from yesterday. Um, the laundry bars in India that are being used for the turmeric stains. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a brand is called Surf, S-U-R-F, Surf, like surfing. Uh, and the bar that they offer is called the Surf Excel Bar. And it is a nil mineral bar. I'm, I'm still sort of on the hunt for the definition of what a nil mineral bar is. <laughs> uh, we believe it might have something to do with bluing. Oh, Ooh, bluing Jolie's Jolie's favorite thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> Blu- bluing. Okay. Let's keep this weird rabbit hole that I fell into yesterday going. It's so with that little bit of research, so, so the, beautiful, the surf, the surf Excel bar in the description, first of all, it specifically says in the description that it is to be used for turmeric stains. Yes. Yeah. Both turmeric is, and curry. I think they mentioned them separately. Yes. they mentioned them separately. And, and we, and actually, you know, we should mention something for the American, truly American audience who like, is like, what the, <laughs> are you talking about here? Um, is that uh, turmeric is often found in mustard. That's why mustard stains are so difficult to get out. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's the coloring agent that makes many mustards have that, that bright, bright yellow, yellow. Exactly. Um, so, you know, here in the States, when you see laundry products touting themselves as being great on mustard, it's the, it's essentially the equivalent of a laundry product product in India touting itself as being good on turmeric. So yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of neat, you yeah. know, we're, we're not really all that different. We all get stains. We all get stains. <laughs> yes. And turmeric is the worst of all of them for everyone in the whole wide world. Um, okay. So, so continuing on, uh, my, in my research here. So now it turns out that surf in India and Pakistan, um, is the equivalent 
of Purcell in the UK. They are both owned by Unilever. And in fact, their logos are the same. Oh. And their websites look exactly the same. It's a, it's a website template. You can tell when you go from the Purcell site to the surf site. So it's surf.co.in, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Purcell.co.uk is, I think, the other one. We could just Google you know, surf detergent, Purcell detergent. You'll see. You can see that the two websites are, are clearly the same. So they're both Unilever. Yeah. Um, so Persol is, uh, also a very, very good laundry detergent. In fact, it's, it's, um, in Tess, it's beginning to overtake Tide and it's there. It is, it will be, it will be coming to the U S. Um, you can, you can get it here. It's difficult to find, but, but increasingly they are bringing Persol to the U S. So be on the lookout for that. If you, um, get a lot of turmeric stains on your clothes. Um, so anyway, so, so then I, what I, what my, what I did was I emailed my dad and my auntie yesterday to mm-hmm. sort of continue this ongoing harassment of my family. Um, and my dad emailed a whole bunch of friends in India because right, even though they're from Kenya, they went to school in India. So his school chums are many of them are still in India. In India. So, and he is in touch with a great number of them. And so he said, I, my daughter was the cleaning freak. <laughs> he didn't say that. So the cleaning <laughs> expert. Um, it, you know, it's researching turmeric stains. And if there's anything that you can offer, we'd be interested. And in. also she's found this product called the Surf Excel Bar. If anyone knows about it or can find some and would be willing to send them to the state, she would really like to test one out. So indeed... An email came in from one of one of my dad's friends from boarding school that he was going out today. This is yesterday. He says, I'm going out about tomorrow and I will look for it. And if I find it, I will send some to her. So we hopefully Jaya um, will we'll come back to do another episode. With me, right. We'll love. have to do a follow up. Yeah, we'll do a follow up. And and hopefully we before we do the follow up, we can you and I are going to get together in your apartment with your term. <laughs> And I'll bring the Excel bar over uh, and we're going to see if this thing actually works. So, so that's my, that's my theory on the laundry bar. So, you know, obviously here in the States, it's a little trickier for us to get things like the Excel bar, but I do suspect that Felsnaptha or Zote, um, both of which are very easy to find here. And actually maybe I'll bring them up and we can mm-hmm. do a whole, whole comparison um, would be, would be a good solution. Yeah. Um, two other things to mention as possibilities uh first there's there's always dry cleaning so dry cleaning solvents uh work work differently from detergents and and may indeed be the trick um if you want an at-home solution there's a product called k2r that uh sort of mimics dry cleaning solvents it comes in a little can you shake it up you spray it it comes out wet and then it dries into sort of a white powder that you brush away oh um, that's very good. And then the last thing to mention is that I talked to my dad on the phone last night, unrelated to all of this. Uh, I needed help with a contract, which is <laughs> like the other great thing about Indian families. Like there's always a lawyer. There's always a doctor. There's yeah. always a scientist. There's always like, somebody, there's always somebody, <laughs> somebody one or two steps away, but an easy phone call. Yeah. But- it's, it's genius. It's genius. Everyone should be Indian. <laughs> Sorry that you're not. Works for me. <laughs> so, um, well, my dad said that he uses to great effects when he gets turmeric stains on clothes is that he uses shout. 
Oh. Laundry pretreatment. So I was like, okay, well, that's easy. Yeah. And then he was like, which, you know, not many people have in their home. I was like, daddy, it's shout. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has shout. (laughs) Funny. So anyway, so now were there any other little uh, tidbits that we didn't from your family that we didn't we didn't get? No, I think my my grandma did mention uh, using something like OxyClean or a powdered bleaching agent. Yeah, yeah, um, long soak more more for surfaces. Uh, But basically, I think she just saying right. Similarly, get turmeric colored things get tur- <laughs> yes get turmeric colored things if you're or... gonna accept it into your life just lean in and <laughs> and make your whole life about this or better yet take a page out of my book don't do that and don't allow turmeric <laughs> in your home do you not allow yellow mustard in your home no, I do, either i do i love yellow mustard oh, I do see, that, that's, that's discriminatory <laughs> that's <laughs> I was discriminating against my own people. Yeah, my, that- only, my own self. <laughs> self hatred takes on a whole new form. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, on that note, self hatred. <laughs> Don't have to work in the home. Uh, I would like to say a big thank you to my guest today, Jaya Saxena of the Toast, oh. and to my engineer Liz Smith, and to our sponsor Brooklyn Slate. Today's music was provided by Rectech. If you liked what you heard today, and I really hope you did, <laughs> I also really hope that you'll go straight home and remove any and all traces of turmeric. Uh, Just don't put it in your bathtub. Don't put it in your bathtub. If your name is Anne, definitely stay away from the turmeric. <laughs> if you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing on Acast or iTunes, leaving a rating and telling your pals all about this very weird cleaning show that you love so very much. And of course, thank you to you, my listeners. I'm Jolie Kerr, and this has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.